Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by myself, Meredith Masony. I'm Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals in anything you may actually need, including silencing our notifications on our computer. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, um, I did pull a couple of things, but I just thought we'd do a little quick check-in, see see how everybody is doing, and then, you know, okay, kind of go from there. That sounds fun. Uh, last week was a bit of a disaster. For your life? No, I meant the podcast. <laughs> I don't even remember last week's podcast because you were basically asleep through it and then your kids came home and then (laughs) because you were so jet lagged and tired from your speaking engagement so my gosh I remember no wonder I never put the audio in the audio folder Dave's like put the audio in and I'm like oh my god I forgot yeah you forgot it even happened I didn't even that was rough dude yeah I just got like a sick feeling in my stomach. How did you, how did you recover? Did you recover well? Cause you had them all weekend, right? I did. I had them all weekend. This weekend will be the third weekend in a row, which is fine. Cause before life changed, I had them all the time. It's fine. I messed up this week, dude. So bad. And I'm going to get a lot of judgment probably for this story, mm. but I just got to get it off my chest. Lay it, lay it on us. My daughter hasn't gotten a haircut in like a year and because she refuses. And I'm like, just a little trim, so whatever. She's very particular. And um, finally, after begging forever, she agreed. And then it was very fleeting when she agreed. She's like, fine, I'll go. So I was like, get in the car. I took her to a chain haircuttery, if you will. I don't know that I should name names because I've had good experiences there. This was not one of those times. There was a guy there and he was high on something, I think. But I didn't want to speculate. But it was she surprised me. I was like, how short do you want to go? And she went to here. She pointed here. Her hair was like my length. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you sure? Why don't we start lower and then work up? And she's like, no, I want it right here. And I'm like, I support you in your dreams. Mm. Long story short, somehow her hair ended up past her chin. Past as in higher than. Mm. And uh, I, I walked in and he just started like, he was very like not sociable or whatever I got like a weird vibe I felt like an inconvenience 
because I said, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, uh, shampoo and uh, trim, please, haircut, whatever. And then he didn't respond. And he ushered her over to the sink. And uh, Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just waking up, everyone. And he didn't ask, like, what length, what style or anything. And I was like, do you want me to tell you, like, what we want right now style-wise? Or do you want me to wait until you ask? Or how does this work? And then he just ignored me. And so I was like, that's so awkward. So then I looked at like a random lady. I'm like, do I tell him now or do I wait? Like, I don't want to be intrusive or bug him, but I also, he needs to know what to do because she's seven. And she's like, it's up to you. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody help me. And so I just went back over to him and I was like, she just wants it cut to about here. Show him where you want it cut, babe. And she did this and he didn't respond. He was like putting the thing around her neck. So then I just felt really awkward and my son was there. So I went and sat in the waiting room. And by the time I looked back over, it was too late. The trims had been made. So her hair was soaking wet and he took her thing off her cape. And I was like, okay, I'll meet you at the front. And I'm like, oh, we're not going to blow dry it. And he's like, well, that's 25 bucks if you want to do it. And I was like, I'll tell you what, I just want to leave. At this point, I feel so uncomfortable and so unwelcome and so unwanted. I just, so I was like, hey, babe, we're going to go home. We're going to style it and you're going to get to see how good it looks. Come on, trying to hype her up. And she's like, it's so short. And I'm like, it is, but it looks so good. And so we get home and I start blow drying it. And it's so uneven, dude. I, I wish there was a way we could like incorporate a picture into here, but like it starts here at her chin and then as it goes to the back it goes down to her shoulder like it was the weirdest oh, no. thing and she was like I could just tell she wasn't stoked and I felt really guilty and I'm like how do you feel and she's like it's good and then she said I feel like I look like a boy and I was like okay is that how you feel and she's like yeah I was like do you so you don't like it? That's okay if you don't like it. We can fix it, blah, blah, blah. Then I start getting a lot of guilt. I'm like, what an idiot. I took her to freaking this place that charges 20 bucks a haircut. What did I expect? This is my own fault. So then I call my neighbor who owns, who w- works at a salon, and I'm like, here's a picture. Is this okay? Or am I being dramatic when I think it sucks? <laughs> and she's like, oh, my gosh. The bob itself is cute. But... It was done terribly. Can you come into the salon? And I'm like, heck yeah. We had just sat down on the couch, loaded the kids up, went to this chick's salon. She killed it. She did amazing. She made it look adorable. So cute. She did an excellent job. Do we have pictures of after this place and after the salon? Because I need to see those. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Amazing job. Except now it's like all even. It's all chin now. And so we get home and Chloe's just being such a sweet angel. She isn't like, I hate it. This sucks. I want to cut, shave my head. Like, she was like, I was like, do you like it? What do you think? She's like, I like it, mommy. I just know that for sure at least one person's probably going to bully me at school tomorrow. But that's okay. Maybe if I put bows in it, they'll know that I'm a girl. And like, so I got emotional inside. Like, I wanted to ball my eyeballs out because she was being so I could tell she was insecure and self-conscious, but she didn't want to like hurt my feelings or offend the people who've been working on her hair. So she 
she would be like, it's okay. It's great. She's like, I just, I think it's a little short, but that's okay. It'll grow. Like just being optimistic. And it just broke my heart, dude. If she was a jerk about it, I'd be like, screw you, kid. When I was little, we had to cut my hair with a butter knife. You should be so grateful. But she was just being so sweet. And so then I got really sad, dude. It's 1030 at night. I'm talking to my best friend. She's like, what about some highlights just to boost your confidence? And I'm like, it's so crazy you said that because I thought about that because the hair cut all her blonde off. So she went from being long blonde hair to short brown, like dark brown. And it was not her. And I could just tell she did not feel confident. She didn't even want to look in the mirror. So anyway, I was like, I thought that, but she's so young. And I don't even know if it's legal. And she's like, why the hell not? It's going to grow up. If it's going to boost her confidence, I think you should do it. So then I went on a hunt to find somebody at like 10 o'clock at night who could do her hair. Because I was not about to send her to school. I could tell in her bones she was dreading it. So I was like, I got to fix this before we send her back, dude. So I scoured the internet. I did research. I panicked. I was about to drive to Naples to to get whatever. Long story short. My friend who lives in my neighborhood who cut her hair on her day off was like, I'm coming over. We're going to put some little baby highlights in it just to boost her confidence. It won't damage her hair and it'll be great. So the next day, my angel comes over. We have a little salon session in the house. Chloe feels super girly. She gets her hair highlighted, cute little blonde, very subtle streaks, felt beautiful. Soon as Randy left... Me and Chloe got in the car, took her to the mall, got her ears pierced. Oh. It's something she's been, like, wanting to do. And I knew it would help her feel more feminine, which was important to her at the time. If she wanted to feel like a tomboy, I support that. But she wanted to feel feminine and couldn't find it. So I was like, let's get your ears pierced, bitch. And then we went on a shopping spree at Claire's. We got her all kinds of hair accessories to clip the little short pieces out of her hair. She, I have to show you. So I'll show you the pictures for anybody who's watching. This is but, why you have to be a supporter, by the way. You got to come on over and get all the juicy yeah. pics. Either page. Either page. Mine. Meredith's is probably more beneficial. <laughs> um, so here is what it looked like. I'm going to see if I can do this. It's so bright. This is what it looked like before. Uh-huh. And then we went and got our hair cut. This is just... And it looks okay there. It's not horrible, but... I had to... Like, this is what it looked like. And then from the side... Oh, that's yeah, that's not right. Yeah. What is that? What Most is of that? the time they go from shorter to the to longer in the front. You wouldn't go from shorter in the front to longer. I mean, that's like a mullet. It's a, yeah, something it's there's yeah. something wrong. Yeah. So so I she thought did. And somebody I, just commented. She looks so much like Aubrey there. She does. So then my friend Randy did an amazing job and evened it out, which you can see here. Oh, it looks great. But it wasn't, It's st we still weren't there. Like I could tell she just still was like, what have you done, mother? So then this is it after the little highlights. Hold on. 
Hold on. Oh. Right? Adorable. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, like, And she was really like feeling herself, <laughs> taking selfies in the car. So it's... Re- so then... But see, so this is what the highlights look like from the top. They're just really little and they'll grow out and it won't look weird. But she just felt a lot better and I could tell that she felt better mm-hmm. about it. And um, so there. And then so we went to the mall and then she was just like feeling herself. <laughs> and... It ended on a happy note. We got ice cream. We got our ears pierced. The mom guilt was alleviated. I learned a lesson about going to chain places. And then, of course, her dad came over to pick up the kids yesterday and hyped her up. And he's like, oh, my gosh, who's this beautiful angel on the couch? Your hair looks so good. Just like trying to really hype her up. So I think she's good. And so I, you know, she is like somebody said, she's beautiful no matter what. Obviously, I to me, she's just the cutest thing. But in reading her cues, I was like, she's not happy. And then after the highlights and after the ear pierce, she was going like this and like strutting, and you could just tell like it felt good to her. So I felt like the situation was remedied as much as it could possibly be. Yeah. That's good, though. I think that was a very long story, but I just needed to get it off my chest. But I think we've all sort of been in that situation with kids and haircuts. Have we? I have. I mean, I took. So we use great clips all the time for the boys. Okay, that's specifically. Well, because we have a great clips in the neighborhood, and we have one, you know, down in the next the next section over. And we've had both good and bad experiences at a great clips. Um, one time I took Brian in right before we were going on vacation and he came out looking like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> um, and then we've had, you know, good haircuts where it's like, oh, okay, you know, but sometimes it's it, like any place, you, you, you know, you could go in and have bad customer service. What I don't like is what you talked about in your story where you felt like you were intruding on them when you went into their place of business to, Oh yeah. And you felt like it was, it got awkward because you felt like you were intruding and like, you know, making them upset that they had to do work. Exactly. And that's a bad feeling when you're going in and you're like, I just want to get my kid's haircut and there's going to be employees like that anywhere you go. So I don't know that it's any, I don't think it has anything to do with it being a chain per se or whatever. I just think sometimes you have, you know, great experiences and sometimes you have shitty experiences and sometimes the employees are amazing and sometimes they're not. I think that that's just life. Yeah. Um, Because I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to drop a ton of money on salons for, for kids. Like I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to be, I would have though, like. I would have, but it was such a last minute thing. And I thought by the time I make an appointment with a fancy person, she's going to be over it and she's going to be dramatic. And like, I just wanted to save that hassle and also making appointments stresses me out. So that's on me a little bit, but somebody said like, 
in the comments, haircuts can make or break at that age. My seven-year-old son hates getting his haircut because he hates when people notice and make comments, whether they're positive or negative. And I think that's exactly what's up with my kids and why they don't want haircuts. So when I finally get them to agree, and it's the most dramatic attention-grabbing difference that I I felt like I did that, dude. And so I had to fix it. And I know a lot of people are going to judge me and be like, you highlighted your seven-year-old's hair. You're like one of those pageant moms. I had to, dude. I had to give her something that made her feel excited and new. I had to. So I have no regrets. And if if anybody were to come for me, I would defend my actions because I, I don't regret it. But at the time... I was like, am I being dramatic? Am I doing too much? Is this just something? Because I gave my neighbor the biggest tip in the world. Not in the world. Whatever. I gave whatever like the price of the thing is. And then if you multiply that by three, that's the tip I gave her. So she charged me $50 for a cut and the highlights. And she literally opened her salon for a free cut and then came went and bought the supplies and came to my home the very next day on her day off to do it and only charged me 50. So I was like, I got to hook this lady up. Yeah, that was nice. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. And uh, so I would have spent that money to begin with to, so that she could be confident, but well, I just took the easy way out. It's not necessarily the easy way out. It's just, you know, I mean, I, I have the first time I ever took Sophia to a salon was sixth grade. She had never had a salon haircut before. And mm-hmm. her hair is is very thick, very curly, huge. She has tons of hair. She has so much of it. So we don't like to do like too many layers or too many different things because it, you know, it get it goes out. It gets yeah. big. So sometimes like I've I've paid to have like keratin treatments done for her. I've paid to do other things for her. We put Kool-Aid in her hair. Like yeah. we've done all sorts of things. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you know, but it's it's a little different. Like the boys have never been to a salon. I'm not taking them to a salon. They can go to a barbershop or they can go to Great Clips, you know, but for the most part, um, Brian hasn't had a haircut in forever. His hair is longer than mine. And Matthias mm. doesn't care much for haircuts. He likes to have that llama look where he looks like there's a llama sitting on his head. <laughs> I feel like every teenage boy has a llama's ass on their head right now because that's just what's in style. So Really? Yeah. It's very I, – I don't know where all of these curly-haired kids came from either, but it's like every boy has this curly hair now. This like messy mop of curly hair on top of their head. It's a llama's ass is what it looks like. Oh, okay. I got to check out a llama's ass because I don't really. 
have anything for reference. I don't remember. Wow. Considering. But the, everybody's been very validating today, and I really appreciate all the reinforcement and and you letting me know that I'm not crazy by not calling me crazy. Not that I'm, there's anything wrong with being crazy, because I'm pretty sure I am in general, but... It was, I felt, it was one of those things where it's like, I have to fix this. Like, I can't sleep unless I fix this for my baby because I grew up being so insecure and being made fun of and using humor to kind of cover that. And that's what she was doing. She was like making fun of herself. And I did not want her to go to school and think that she deserved whatever negative comments were coming and then try to make jokes to cover it up because... I don't know. I've been there. I just want them to not feel any of the pain that I ever felt ever growing up. And I try to save them from every single negative feeling, which is bad because they have to feel those in order to grow. I understand. But this thing I could have I could it was in my control. So I fixed it. Right. But Tried that's to. what you get to do is pick and choose what battles you're going to fight. Right. And that mm-hmm. was one that you definitely wanted to. You know, I, I I get that. Like, that's important. Make her feel um, confident and special and, you know, kids are awful. So she's right. Had she went to school with that haircut, she probably would have been, um, given some grief. Uh, it definitely wasn't a good haircut. Yeah. Thank you. I thought so. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was a a win all the way around. Um, and the fact that your neighbor was so great. Oh, I know. She's, she's really great. She is. I, I can't believe it. That she just came over on her day off. I was like, dude, you're a freaking angel. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, she has kids. Yeah. Yeah. So Chloe's age. Yeah. So she gets it. So I kept Chloe home from school yesterday to do this. (laughs) But I called Drew first. I'm like, hey, quick question. What are your thoughts on me letting Chloe play hooky and getting her hair highlighted? And he's like, what the fuck? is going on over there and i'm like listen something happened <laughs> Some i'm just kidding happened. yeah i let him know ahead of time i always like to ask his permission like can i get a haircut what are your thoughts on this because i don't want to make any decisions that surprise him because i'd be pissed if he did some wild shit like that like if he dropped her off with a new tattoo and didn't run it by me mm. i'd be yeah. like that's not cool dude yeah you're not so he was great for permission though you're having me? a conversation yeah, no, yeah. I'm not asking for permission. I I'm definitely having a conversation, but there would be like if he was resistant or if he was like I don't think she should skip school for that, I would have definitely tried to convince him. And if we could not come to an agreement, I don't know what I would have done. But he was really cool about it. And I think he trusts my judgment. When it comes to the kids, because yeah. he knows that they're the air I breathe. Yeah, as as he should. And yeah, I just i I always catch myself because I, I think sometimes as women, and I don't know if this is just me that does this. I, I I'm gonna guess it's not just me that does this, but like I will say to Dave, um, "Can you help me do this?" And I give him something that that I need help with, or can you? you know, can I go and do this so that you can do this or whatever, you know, the statement is. And he's like, he always says to me, you don't have to ask me for permission. 
If you're going to do something, tell me what it is that you're going to do. Or if you need me to do something with you, it's not help. So I'll say, can you help me? Can you feed the dog? And he's like, I can feed the dog, but it isn't to help you. It's because the dog needs to be fed because you don't have to feed the dog every time. And so I always forget. So when when you said that, I was like, don't think of it as asking for permission. Because you don't necessarily need permission. I know you two are co-parenting, but what yeah, I'm saying I, is conversations, know. you know, you're not necessarily, I don't know. Maybe that was a a bad. I don't know because I feel like this is different. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is different. I just, I like I, when, for some reason, when you said that, I was like, you don't need permission. You need to have a conversation. You're the mother, but you're in a co-parenting situation that is different from mine so maybe i should right. just mind my own fucking business no i love thinking about things from a different angle and working out whether you know what i mean and and i can see why that would be your thought because that's shaped on past experience of yours like for me my dad let me bleach my hair blonde in seventh grade and never even called my mother to ask so i showed up with yellow hair suddenly in seventh grade and it caused an uproar and Mm. my mother did not hide her disdain and anger and called and cussed my dad out right in front of me very traumatic i felt guilty for existing i felt stupid and ugly like and and i have it i remember it like it was yesterday and so that situation shaped kind of my wanting to loop you know what i mean loop him in and get his you're definitely right you always i mean we you always have to have conversations first about the kids i mean even when you're married right i mean of course you're having conversations also you saying that might have been shaped on you knowing how in the relationship I kind of was a codependent and unable to make decisions and felt kind of like I had to ask permission for certain things mm. so, with him. So maybe that's what it is, too, is you like, I don't know, maybe, you know, I'm like, I could never do that. So and so wouldn't like it or yeah. so and so wouldn't. Yeah, I just I don't know. <laughs> it just made me feel like to you don't need permission, Tiff. Just say what yeah. you're going to, you know, have the conversation. You're just a good friend and but I totally I was get it. thinking about it from a different, yeah, from a different, and also, you know, it is definitely just about being respectful of the other person's opinion on the situation, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to ever give advice on how anybody in a divorce should co-parent or exist because I don't have any experience with that and I'm not going to pretend to know what that's like because I don't. Um, yeah, and all you said was not asking permission, just having a – yeah, you didn't say yeah. anything wrong. No, I just – it just – I don't know. It made – that was a, a knee-jerk. <laughs> it literally made me go, you know. But I think that's also because I'm very protective of you as well, and I want to make sure yes. that you – And you know a lot about my Yeah, so situation. we can leave it at that. But yeah, so – I think it was great. I'm glad you had a little mommy and me day as well and got to go and have that and enjoy that. Um, Ew. Can I ask your opinion? What? And I'm not even going to apologize if this woman is watching this, but what is your thought on other people telling your kids what to do right in front of you? I'll give you an example. We're at the checkout line at a store. And Chloe's like clicking this freaking clicky thing that they have a bin of right at the checkout, right at kid level. Click, click, click. And she's like, honey, can you please stop that for a minute so that your mother can hear what I'm saying? Like, in everybody's opinion, 
Is that okay? Because I felt rage. <laughs> I was like, don't ever tell my kid what to do in front of me, ever. Like, I could understand if she was lighting a match. She's going to burn the place down. Yeah, but we had just walked up, and Chloe got maybe three or four clicks in. And let me preface it with, this woman was like, here's all your aftercare instructions. And I was like, yeah, that lady was awesome. She told us all of the aftercare stuff. She's like, okay, I'm going to tell you again. And I was like, because I'm stupid, right, lady? Okay, (laughs) great. Let's do that. I didn't say that. But then she started talking. Chloe's like, click, click click and that was when she said it and i was like this bitch oh it pissed me off how do you feel like uh, i don't know i guess it would depend i guess it would all depend because you know my my whole thought on it is i think kids are annoying just because they're kids not because they did anything wrong just because they touch things and they're nonstop and they just go 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 um I don't know that I've ever, I'm sure I have. I was a teacher. So I'm sure I would be the person to be like, I need you to just calm it for a second and I'm going to do this and da, 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 because that's probably who I am. But mm-hmm. I also know which kids of my friends I can do that with and which ones I can't. But that's different. And that's what I want to say. Yeah. And it is different than being the cashier at an establishment and saying something to a kid. I don't know. I'm trying to think if that's happened to us because I'm sure it has. Some people in the comments are saying I would be okay with it. And some are saying I would feel rage. It's very interesting. And I knew it would be mixed opinions. Like it's, I think it's 50-50. It's a turn on for me when one of my friends parents my child right in front of me i'm like yes save me from having to say it bitch i love you that like that is so i love you thank you like hey kaden i heard your mom say not to jump on the couch what are you doing i'm like oh if i I would kiss you right now i love that but if it's a random ass cashier trying to shut my kid up on our girly day so that i could hear instructions that i already told you i've heard Calm down. I felt so angry. But me being angry is just me raising my eyebrows. I didn't say anything. I just thought things. (laughs) And she's like, do you have any questions? And I'm like, no. Again, I've heard these instructions. And I know how ear piercings work. Anyway, it pissed me off. I was just curious if you'd be pissed. But it doesn't seem like you would. So if you if Sophia was seven and you guys were in there and Sophia was like, click, click, click. And she's like, honey, can you stop that so your mother can hear my instructions, please? Thank you so much. You'd be fine. Probably. But I would also because I'm that person who would probably say that to somebody else's kid. A stranger? Um, I think it would depend. I, I taught for I taught in a You're, classroom. OK, for being a teacher years. is different. Parents know when they send their kids to school that their kids are going to right, be. But you don't necessarily turn off that personality trait when you go out into the world either. So, oh. uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, I think it's just the way some people are. And also, I mean, you know, if she was relatively polite with it, you know, I don't know that it would. She was. She was polite. Yeah. I just didn't like it. That's fine. And so, like, 
Like somebody said, as long as she was polite, I'd be okay. That kind of stuff makes it hard for me to focus too. Totally yeah. understand. I think it just depends. I mean, you didn't like rage out on her and, you know. No, I couldn't. Be a mall Karen. So I think it's fine, you know. I mean, some things that people say definitely can be a trigger um, for, you know, when you're dealing with your kids. I mean, there have been plenty of times where – um when they when my kids were little and I had to yank them out of restaurants or grocery stores or whatever and you see these people just looking at looking at you with like such like ugh disgust like you can't control your kid right like I those mm. ma- made me a little ragey because it's like you don't understand my situation right now so calm your tits um mm. but uh you know those things made me upset if Chloe's clicking was preventing you from hearing that lady, then you can tell her to stop. Thank you. I didn't even have a chance. And I'm so used to clicking. I'm so used to clicking. I could have completed an SAT while Chloe clicked away and probably got 100 because I'm just dead inside. Anyway. No, I, but that's true because we can drown out noise as well as a parent that we can, you know, kind of, you know, get through things. Yeah. Move the bin of clicky monkeys. Yeah. but Move I, the bin. I think it's just sorry. People are different. Meredith, I think something's wrong with me. What this week? Hmm? What what is it this week? That's No, just in general. Oh. I've been a lot more like annoyed by people lately. Like my tolerance level is going down and I don't know why. But things that used to not bother me bug me now. Like, I yelled at someone <laughs> yesterday out of my car because they beeped at me because I didn't go when the light turned green. It was less than one second. And they beeped at me. And usually I'd be like, haha, they're probably having a bad day. I hope your day gets or whatever. But I was like, what's up? B-? Oh, give me a second. Like, I just went, like, I just blacked out. And I was like, are we good? <laughs> and I don't know who that is. And I don't know why. Like, I'm I'm wondering if this is some kind of warning sign of, like, something worse coming. Or if, if I'm just at an age now where I'm just realizing that people suck and I don't have to deal with their crap. Like, I don't know. But Are it's you coming concerning. over to the I Hate People Club? Are I you going to no. join me? <laughs> I can't. No. But like my tolerance level. I don't know what's up, dude. I'm like, I'm worried about it. Like, I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to be. I know somebody said, got to be careful yelling at someone in the car. My kids weren't in the car and I have a huge fear of road rage, um, especially when children are in the car, because there's so many stories of people just getting shot through the car. And I think about it all the time. And so if that used to be a huge turnoff when Drew would do that, I'm like, you don't even love us, dude. Chill. But it was just me. Like, and it was just this lady. And I didn't even have time to process. The words flew out of my mouth. I didn't call her a B word, but I was like, are we good? Like I, and then I yelled at an old man the other day. Something, something's going on. I I mean, we definitely lose some patience as we age. I would, I would agree with that. Although, you know, I'm actually... Getting softer in your old age? I, well, I'm actually calming down as I've aged, I think. Like, if you would have if you would have met me 20 years ago, hot, 
hot, hot, uh, just mess of, I, I was just so high strung. Like if you think this is high strung, you should have seen 20, 25 years ago, like the level of high strung that I was. I actually feel like I am a much calmer person, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I have more patience. I I am as toler I'm I'm as tolerant as I can be. I'm definitely more tolerant than Dave when it comes to things that are annoying. Like he <sighs> loses it, he snaps, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I've been annoyed for years. I think for me, I think I th- I do. I think it's a warning sign and. I think I need to start getting reconnected with like meetings and the readings for addicts in recovery because I, I think that when you're in recovery and you go to these meetings and you surround yourself with these people, everybody is so like patient and forgiving and understanding and they have amazing advice and they just, they're so grateful to be alive that they're unfazed. And I used to be like that. But when I stopped going to in-person meetings because of a few uncomfortable situations and started doing Zooms, I kind of lost that connection. And mm. I think that might be part of my problem. When um, was your last face-to-face meeting? I couldn't tell. It was right after in September when things popped off in my life. Uh-huh. Me and all my girlfriends would go to meetings. Okay. Um, and then I just stopped again because again, everybody in the meeting knew what had happened. And that's, it, that's almost a year. Yeah. Wow. I do zoom meetings. Yeah. No, online. I knew, I, I know you do meetings, but I just meant for your last in person, it's almost a year. Yeah. And, and I, I truly believe that me feeling this way and me being so quick to anger is a sign that I'm disconnected from like some kind of spiritual source or some kind of source that feeds me good energy and kindness and patience and understanding. Like I don't feel those things anymore. Mm. Like the old me actually, like I was talking to Luke yesterday and he was in the car coming off of work. He was super tired. He was really upset. And, um, well, and, I was like, maybe that guy that you're behind just left a funeral and he's really distraught and doesn't know how to drive because he's so sad. And he's like, that's a good point. But me, when I yelled at that lady and like that didn't cross my mind, I'm like this impatient. She wants to throw hands and I'm down, dude. I haven't had coffee. I don't care. I'll scrap on the side of Palmer Road right now. And so I need to take my own advice. Like I know what to say, but I don't know how to apply it to myself. So maybe I just got to start going back to meetings and getting connected with people who are Zen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think there's nothing wrong with trying that and see how it makes you feel. I think... Ah, just... It gives me so much anxiety walking into a meeting. Is there a meeting that you could go to that maybe is a little bit further away where maybe you won't have as many locals that know you or is it 
possibly, or maybe, you know, to be honest, and I don't mean to offend anyone with this at all, but I've noticed that at AA meetings, generally the demographic is for the most part older. And so they don't watch my videos like NA, I think my videos have been shared far and wide through the NA community over time. But with AA, they don't really give a shit. They're just like, they're there to get some recovery and sobriety. They don't care who, you know, maybe I need to start trying some AA meetings. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Hmm. Because your problem is legitimate with the whole going in and having, uh, being, trying to use that time as recovery and to find some zen and to have people talking to you about your videos and stuff. That's... yeah not the place or time for that. Although to them, you're a beacon. So that's Mm. confusing to them. Right. So, well, and there was a lady who sneakily took a picture of me and posted and was like, guess who I saw today. And I was like, I'm at a mating. Yeah. And I, I think that's hard for people who look up to you and, and see you as that, like, you know, light that hope. And so that's tough. Yeah, and I'm grateful. I don't mean to sound like a jerk. No, but but you're allowed to feel that way because you're a person who's going in there to have some recovery and some reset. And so that's tough. That's a tough, you know, pickle. That's a. Yeah, but if Eminem and Robert Downey Jr. can do it, you know what I'm saying? I can do it. If I get established with a home group and I go there enough, they're not going to be as excited every time. And they're eventually they're going to be like, okay, she's not as cool as we thought she was. She's just a normal person. Yeah. And maybe they'll just treat me, you know, it won't feel weird, but I have to do it regularly in yeah. order for that to happen. Yeah. So, and I think you should, I think you I should. just figured all this out on this podcast just now. Great. It started with me being concerned about my behavior, realizing the connection that was missing and could potentially be causing it. I've got a solution. I just got to try it now. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Just invoice me, my therapy bill. Yeah, no, I think that that's really smart. I think that I do think that older that we get, the more life experience that we rack up, we can identify these things when they come up in our lives and kind of find the root if we're actually um, trying to be insightful in the situation by like breaking it down. You know, I do, I do think that that's something that I've also seen as I've, as I've gotten older. Um, I am in, I'm somebody yelled therapy and I don't know if they're telling me to go to therapy or what, but I do. I think they just meant like this was a therapy session. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, but no, I met with my psychiatrist yesterday. Yeah, no, we're, I mean, you're definitely doing the things that you need to be doing. You know, I've recently talked about how I'm back on meds. I'm doing the things that I need to be doing. We're definitely in different spaces in our lives and our parenting journeys and, and relationships, but we can still sit here and find commonalities and have conversations because it's, you know, life is not the same for everybody, but things, very similar situations pop up for people and the way they handle them. And how they break them down is obviously going to be different, but you're going to have similar situations, right? Yeah. Like there are yeah. commonalities. Even I was thinking that this is the, we- I'm so fucking weird. So no. I was walking yesterday, you know, doing my angry, angry white lady walk in the neighborhood. And um, 
uh, it was actually yesterday was the first day that I didn't feel like I was going to die. From the heat? Yes. It was the first day I walked outside that I was like, okay, I, I think I'm going to make it home <laughs> without having to dig a hole and die right here because of it, the heat has been so insane. I mm-hmm. think it was only 100 yesterday, which was actually really nice. <laughs> um, so I was walking yesterday and I was thinking to myself, I was like, what's it? what would it be like to be so rich, so rich that you would not use a coupon? Like, that was my thought. I was like, what would it be like to be like, I'm going to buy this item. I have a coupon right here, but I'm so rich. I'm not even going to use this coupon. I'm going to just throw this coupon away. Like, this is the weird shit that I'm thinking about because I think even if I had money, like enough money that I could buy all of the things, I would still be like at the cashier, like, hold on. I'm I'm almost positive that I have a buy one, get one on this. Let me just, Mm. let me just check my binder because I'm, I think I have 30 cents off on this. And Mm. I don't know if that's just innate in people or maybe if people had money growing up or I don't know, but like, are there people out there who would just not use a coupon? Because I feel like there are. (gasps) Not because I'm rich. If anything, I have less money (laughs) than I've had in a really long time, but I am awkward and I want to make this transaction as easy as possible. I get my money in the exact amount ready before I even get up there. I have a strategy prepared for how I have to figure out how the card goes in. Do Is it a keypad? Do I bypass it or do I have to like, I have to know ahead of time. So the idea of being like, hold on, I think I have a coupon. I would rather buy everything in this store and go into bankruptcy. Oh my gosh. I would rather not get anything than ever leave without using my coupons. Oh my gosh. I would, if I thought I had a coupon, this is how it go. Hey, so I know you've got a long line here, no pressure or anything. I just, I feel like, I think I have a coupon. I don't know if it's expired or not, but if I were to give that to you, is there any way that you could check? And I'm, it, it's no pressure. Like I have the money. I just wanted to know, like, if there is a way that I could save, um, I would love to do that. But again, I don't want to hold you up. I know you're probably having a rough day. You know what? Do you want me to come back there? And I can start checking people out too if you're <laughs> overwhelmed. Why don't you go take a Like that's how it would go if I tried to pull out a coupon. Do you know that I used to coupon so crazy that I would leave with vouchers to be able to go back to the store? Like I would get all my shit. Now, it depends on what it was because you have to be able to, like I used to go, I used to buy 10 newspapers. I used to pull out all the inserts on Sundays and get all of the deals. I knew every grocery store I was going to. I knew every place that I was getting my whatevers. I knew my BOGOs. I knew that I could do my manufacturer coupons on top of my store coupons. I was so good at couponing that I could go in and get baby formula, diapers, you name it. Bitch, we were we were rolling in hot pockets. Let me just tell you, okay? We had them hickory ham hot pockets. Buy one get one free <laughs> double coupon day. Listen, I didn't pay I'm, 5 cents for them. I'm hot not pockets. surprised one bit, dude. If anybody's going to have a binder of coupons, it's you. Uh, like I'm I not did. even surprised. I had a full binder. I had a full binder with little dividers and I would have my coupons and it would be by aisle in the store and I'd be like, "Oh, got that one. 
Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, got that one. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Frosted Flakes, buy one, get one. Yes, please. Hold on. Tony the Tiger, you are great. Like <laughs> You're so stupid. Dude. I can't I oh, I have a terrible it. Let me ask you something. Mm. I somebody called me out on a live that I did with my friend last night. When I think something someone says is hilarious or ironic, I call them stupid. Yeah. And somebody was like, you have to stop calling your friend stupid. And I just noticed it for the, for after obsessing about it last night, I just called you stupid. But in my head, I'm like, that's so, she's so hilarious. I, but it can't. But I know you, I know that you say that to say, I do the same thing to Dave. When Dave says something ridiculous or silly, I always say to him, I'm like, you're so stupid, but it's right. But, and he's always like, why are you calling me stupid? And I'm like, well, you just said you're going to stick your, and you know, I was like, yeah, being stupid. you mean it in like a, yeah, yeah. I do that too, but I never realized it could be like offensive (laughs) because I mean it in the most loving way. That's like a sign that I really like you. Listen, somebody told me the other day. And I, I, I know this person meant it in a kind way, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not seeing it from their side and I don't want to offend this person. I know that they're a supporter and I love my supporters to bits and pieces. Okay. Um, but I call my cat fat lady and she said, please don't call your cat fat lady. You wouldn't say that to a person. And I said, you're absolutely right. I wouldn't. But the cat is fat. So I've nicknamed her fat lady. I don't mean it. And I mean it in a loving way. She's my fat little lady. Right. And she's right that I would not say that to a person. I would yes. not say that to a person. But I feel like the cats, the dogs, the pets... I mean, have no concept. Well, they don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I call my dog. I have 800 names for my dog. Right? right. Like I call her goose and baby shoes. Why do I call the dog baby shoes? I have no idea because I just look at her sometimes. And I'm like, baby shoes. And that's what I call her. Right. But but I know that and I understand that that for whatever reason triggered that woman. But mm-hmm. for me, that like there was no meaning behind it. It's just she's fat. I call her fat lady. Mm-hmm. I know her name is Jade. I call her Jade, Jade Matade, you know, fat lady. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. And people do have weird names for their pets, right? They call them a million different things. Poopy but butt anus face. Cat anus. Oh, those are my lips. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get it. And I, it makes me instinctually want to roll my eyes because it's like soon we're not going to be able to say any words. But also, I understand how certain words and phrases can be offensive to some people, 100%. But if we're talking about a damn cat in your own house, I feel like you can call that cat whatever the F you want to. And I love you, supporter, but that's just... Yeah, and that's the thing is we... And and the other thing that I I always tell whether you're a supporter or, or not a supporter or you're just around on the page or whatever, you're just listening to the podcast or like you can have your opinions. You can even voice your opinion to me. Go right you ahead. Should. Like All if, the time. If, if that's upsetting to you, but I'm also allowed to say, I don't really agree with that. And I think it's fine if I call her fat lady. Um, but 
you know, I, that doesn't mean that I disrespect, I'm disrespecting your opinion on it. I'm just allowed to have a different opinion on it. So I always tell people like, that's fine. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah. but you know, like for, we don't mean any harm in this and yeah. it's a cat and she's our fat little lady and that's what we call her. But it is, um, you know, I get it. Like I, I do get it, but you have to remember just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean somebody has to change their actions. Right. And my actions in my brain aren't hurting anyone. Right. If my actions were hurting someone and your argument had validity to me, I would want to change those actions. Of course. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe this, I don't know what the person looks like at all, but as somebody who is known to be that F word often every few months, my whole childhood, like I get how that could, that word specifically could be triggering to somebody like, oh, it takes a supermodel like you, Meredith, to call someone else a fa-. Like, I get it. I do. But well, and it's here's the deeper point. than that because it's a cat. Like, those issues are stemming from something deep that have nothing to do <laughs> with your feline. Right. And somebody just said, maybe in your house, but your house is on the internet and in our homes. So what does that mean? Hmm. And that's a valid point, too. Yeah, that but is it, a valid point. But it also – so here's here's what you could say to that. That's, somebody just said that's your choice to have them in your house. So you can choose to not have us in your house. You can choose to not um, watch our videos or mine. We're talking about my videos um, in this instance. Um, or you can agree to disagree with me and say, I don't like that she does that, but I like the other things that she says or does. Because I do get people who will email me and be like, I do not always agree with you. That's like right. the first line that they say, I do not always agree with you. But in this instance, this yeah. thing that you said, I agree. And people will – because I know very well that some of the, the majority of the things that I say can be polarizing. I know that. I absolutely yeah. know that. Yeah. So I think that there's – your point to, – to that person's point, because I can't see names in here right now on some of them. To that person's point, you don't have to watch. Um, but if you want to, you can also agree to disagree on certain things. And yeah, I feel like that is one of the things that has gone away in our, in our culture and country in the last, I don't know, six years, eight years, the ability what? to agree to disagree oh, and remain I cordial. Has it only been that recent? It feels like about six to eight years. Um, maybe it's a little more. It's definitely escalated yeah. since I've joined the internet. And like, I watch videos from when I first started and I'm like, Ooh, I can't reshare that. Cause the things I've learned are wrong. Like, or are considered offensive things I once never knew. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things like people do have a choice, but you said it perfectly. I can't even follow it up. It was exactly right what you said about having a choice. It's okay to disagree, blah, 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 blah. And I forget what got us on this subject. Oh, yeah, the stupid thing. Me calling the cat fat. I, no. Oh. I watch some of my videos with my friends back. And to me, I'm like, I look like such an a-hole. And I remember in that moment thinking, I love this person so much and I'm so grateful for their existence. And it's like with the people who I love the most, 
I think I feel so comfortable with them that I give my true self and reactions. And this might not make any sense, but like I was watching this live I did with Flip last night, who's one of my favorite human beings, one of my best friends. The way that I respond to the way he talks makes it look like I hate his guts and think he's the biggest idiot in the world. But in my head, I'm like, he's so phenomenal. He's so funny. This is so great. And I don't know why my face doesn't match up. But see, that happens with us when we're together on lives. People always say to you, be nice to Meredith. Why are you so mean to (laughs) Meredith? And it's like, that's who we are. I don't know why my face does that. Because never, everybody knows the, my biggest fear is being mean or offending someone. Like that's my number one biggest fear. But if you look at my face, I look like the biggest jerk and I don't realize it until I'm on a video with somebody who I love. I, and I, think I don't know we, how to fix it. But when we are comfortable with people, we, you know, let the guard down. Yeah. So. Maybe I, this is deep and I'm going to have to really like explore this because like he said something and I'm like, what are you saying? But I meant it like, holy crap, that's the most off the wall, funny, unique thing anybody's ever said. But my face looks like I'm disgusted. And I really have to go back and watch this because I didn't this didn't come across my feed. I do it on videos with my sister. I do it with you. Um, I've seen it in videos with my best friend. In my head, I'm like, I would die for this person. But on video, it's like, I hate your guts. I don't know how to fix it. It's so weird. Have, I don't I'm know that curious. you have to fix it. Why would you have to fix it if that's who you are? There's nothing wrong with with doing that. Because Unless I the don't, person is offended. Like the person that you're doing it to is upset by it. They're never. Right. I don't think. No, but I've then, never been upset by it. I'm like looking at myself. I'm like, I would be offended if I was looking at me like that. So I don't know. It's just, I wonder how many people I've offended over the years Oh and my left. gosh, if you literally sit and try to figure that out. No, no, no. People I care about and know and in real life. I wonder how many conversations I've walked away from being like, that was so great. We're going to be longtime friends. And they're like, that girl was so rude. I'm never speaking to her again. Like we're on completely different chapters when we no. walk away. I wonder how often that's it happened. Doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. Don't, Don't overthink this. This isn't something that needs your attention. Okay. It's really not. All right. Yeah, it's like two best friends calling each other bitch or like yeah. the co- it's the context. It's all about the context, right? Like I tell Dave all the time, one of our issues with our communication can be tone. And it's both of us doing it, right? The tone and the context. Because there are times where what he's saying or what I'm saying, there's nothing wrong with the words we're using. It's the way we're saying it to each other or at each other. Right. So if the context of the situation is clear between the two people who are having the conversation, it doesn't matter if anybody else is offended by it. It's your context that you're both comfortable with. Right? That makes sense. And like when we were talking about the cat, there were two other comments, right? Somebody goes, well, why don't you just go get Jade and put her on the line? We'll see what she has to say. Well, clearly <laughs> that's hilarious and we can't. Yeah, the cat. The cat would just sit here and look at you. Um, I loved that comment. It was hilarious. And the other comment was, 
maybe that person felt like you calling her fat would be harmful to your kids because you're using a derogatory term to explain a situation with weight, basically. Now, mm. um, I, I would hope not. Um, I, you know, my kids, I think my kids thoroughly understand my view on health and working out and eating relatively well because I, you know, cook all of our meals at home and I exercise daily and I encourage the kids to exercise daily. But I always put the emphasis on heart health, heart health. We need to build strong hearts, strong muscles, strong bones in our bodies, not because of the way we look, but because we want our organs to work and we don't want them Mm. to quit on us. So I'm always very persistent with we're doing this for heart health. And I think that that's because from a very early age, I've had hereditary high cholesterol. And so my fear has always been, I could be this active, eat this well, and still have an issue. And and odds are, I pass that down to at least one kid, right? Just genetics. So I'm mm-hmm. always, always saying, this is, this is for heart health. This is for heart health. Which by the way, I just had an ultrasound on my kidneys and my thyroid because I'm going to the urologist about my kidney stones. And when the ultrasound tech was doing my thyroid, she goes, oh, I just saw your carotid artery. Beautiful. And I went, oh, <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> she goes, it was. It just opened right on up. It was just beautiful. I said, I, I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> so I was like, look at all that hard work pay off, all those angry walks. Oh my God. So I got to tell you, I came straight home and I was like, Dave, you will not believe what the lady at the ultrasound said. Is that actually like a big compliment for you? It was because I was like, can you tell? Can you tell all the work that I've been doing? Because I'm like, I, I'm pumping iron, you know, I'm lifting those 10 pound, those 10 pound weights. I'm doing does my that, exercises. Does that help your car, car, your artery? Carotid artery. It's to like means my, my heart's pumping the, the blood right. And it's doing all the things. Oh, good for you. I'm nervous. She's going to be like, hit the blue button we got a problem in room seven we got to pry this thing open it's got chocolate chips stuck in it yeah so um and i told dave and he just looked at me like who says that and i was like so cute i was like i was so i was so excited to hear that news your kids are lucky I don't know. I don't know if they would say that they're lucky, but they wouldn't, but they will. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking like, damn, dude, we eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese every mother effing night. Listen, it's not. When that did we this don't... start? What? You like encouraging them to exercise and stuff like hardcore. Um, probably when they? I got sick, I changed the way we eat. I changed all of that. Now, I always exercised, but. I think that wake up call for me with, you know, <laughs> what this con- I can't see who commented it, but they nailed it. Talking about you telling Dave about your artery, they wrote, and Dave was like, "Well, I can feel yeah. um, something. Yeah. I could feel that open." You know, just Dave. He's so inappropriate. Yeah, no. But um, I th- when I got sick, when I got sick with the uh, esophageal tumor is when I changed. I came home after the surgery and um, I tore through the 
closets and the pantries because the reason they told me that I had that tumor was environmental. He said, you grew this over years from unhealthy eating from environment. So I was like, how the hell does that happen? Cause I, you know, like I was like, but I don't, I don't really eat that poorly. And then he was like, well, do you, you know, remember I always talk about fiber. Like I, I probably wasn't getting, I wasn't getting enough fiber. I wasn't getting enough vitamins. I wasn't getting, now, obviously I have other problems, other health problems that have caused, you know, to compound or whatever. A normal person probably would have been fine, but I have autoimmune and all sorts of shit. So Anyway, the long story short is that I changed that around 34 and I really started to try and um, make our meals and be more health driven. And then when Dave had to have that stint put in to check for his, they thought he had a blockage at 39, then we just completely went like balls to the wall. We were vegan for a couple of years. We did a bunch of different things. So it was, for me, it was just a wake-up call of, like, I grew up and I would leave the house to go to school with a can of Coke and a Pop-Tart. I mean, how many years did I do that? Like, there, and my mom, you know, my parents both worked. My mom wasn't really at home cooking meals. She used to do 29-cent hamburger night. She'd go through the drive-thru and buy 50 hamburgers, and she'd put them in the freezer. And when we get home, we would just microwave a hamburger. Domino's had $5 pizza night, so we used to have a lot of... So we ate a very fast food, very on-the-go, cheap. It was about cheap. Like, what can we eat? Because there were four of us, too. So it's like, what can I feed all of these kids? You know? And so then there were times that my mom would cook. But it wasn't like... I didn't... I don't remember coming home and my mom being in the kitchen cooking a meal and we all sat down to eat. Like, we didn't do that. Did I lose you? No, I'm sorry. I feel like somebody's messing with me in the comments. Oh, they said, who is that behind you? My heart just stopped. Nobody's behind you. (laughs) Do you freaking swear, dude? Nobody's behind you. I'm watching. Who said that? I can't tell. don't Don't make Tiffany freak out. Um, somebody said you should write, it would be really cool if you wrote a heart health book with some of your favorite recipes. I don't think I could do that though, because I'd be stealing recipes from other people. It's not like I make the recipe up. Oh, true. Right. Uh, Like I wouldn't even know how to do that. Interesting. No, I just Uh, read a bunch of different books. The only reason that comment freaked me out is because a second ago, I swear I felt some kind of presence in here. Maybe you have a ghost. Well, I thought I can't explain it, but I felt something. So and then they said that. Anyway, sorry, this got off the rails. I'm really proud of you and your heart. And maybe I it inspired me to kind of encourage my kids to have maybe less than three drumsticks of ice cream a night. <laughs> I really I'm I'm I really got to take better care of myself and the kids. This was inspiring. Will I do it? I don't know. But hearing you talk about. How you encourage what the thing you just casually mentioned, you know, I always encourage them to eat healthy and exercise every day and da da da. It hit me. I was like, do you? Is that a thing we should be doing? Because I don't and I need to. Yeah. Um, but I th- but I also just, 
you know, it's, it's, it was about having that moment where I could change, right? Like that I believe was a gift given to me because my entire life changed with that tumor. I was given a second chance and I, I use that opportunity. I think you can either take that opportunity or you can go back to the way things were. And I decided to take that opportunity because it really did show me how, how, um, quick it could just be over. Like it really is that fragile. Yeah. So for me, it was really a gift. It was a gift. The tumor was a gift because it changed the way I reacted to certain situations. My perspective changed my, you know, even, even with just now with canceling the tour, the remainder of the tour dates, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have been able to do that if I didn't really realize how short these moments were because I would have just said, well, they'll be, it'll be fine. And somebody also just made the, you know, I I have been getting a lot of people emailing me lately about the whole senior stuff, right? Because this is a new phase of life for me. And they're like, you know, I feel where you're at with the whole, these are some last things, but remember you have so many other firsts coming, you know, he's going to go off to college. He's going to have his, you know, his first serious, maybe girlfriend. He's going to have his first, this his first that you'll get to experience those first as well. Um, and I want to get to that frame of mind, but right Mm -hmm. now I'm feeling the whole, like I got the senior list the other day. Oh, look, hold on. Oh, I just ran over my dog. I'll I'll share this. I'll share some of these later on the page, but this just showed up in the mail yesterday. Is it his pictures? It's his senior, (gasps) his senior photo shoot. Oh my gosh. This is... This is one of them. Look at how handsome. That's a pole vaulting one. Clearly. Um, but some of these were just. Look at the pride on your face. Look. Is he wearing sunglasses? Yeah, he wanted to wear his sunglasses in some of them. So I let him. In some? Yeah. So like here he is. Ah, uh, oh, look at his little face. Ooh, I love that one of him laughing up top. Sorry yeah. for yelling in the microphone. That's yeah, such so a good were, picture. Some of these were really, really cute. And then, Aww. like, it was just, like, look how cute these came out. Oh, my gosh. They give you a whole book? Look well, how cute. I, I don't know if normal people buy the book. You bought I the bought book. The bu- you- I bought everything they offered in the package. I was like, yeah. I'll take one of everything. <laughs> and so I got a proof book and now I have to go in and select my photos because this is every photo they took. And then I go in and I say, I want to buy. So like, here's his, here's his yearbook photo. Oh my God. He's so cute. So it was adorable, you know, like it was just, and, and you know, it was fun. And I'm really, I do feel over the moon blessed to be able to do this. Cause like I didn't get senior photos, you know, like we couldn't afford those things and, and to be able to afford to do this and have this and keep these memories. Like it means a lot. Cause like my parents have always been workers. Um, yeah. and I, that's where I got my ethic, my work ethic, I think. And, but with that being said, like they're, they weren't around a ton and we didn't have and you don't need a lot of things, right? Like we we didn't, we don't need a lot of things, but to be able to do that for him and kind of be like, take him and go do a senior photo thing and God willing, and hopefully be able to do the same for the other two kids. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a very full circle 
feeling. I have moments like that as well. Yeah. So I really enjoyed um, getting to do that. And I thought about that's actually when I started thinking about canceling the tour was the day that those pictures were taken back in June because I was like, this is going to go really quick and I'm going to miss a lot of things like this if I'm not here. And it was just, it was tough. But I have to be honest, the last two weeks I have felt such relief of knowing I have no plan to go anywhere and I can just show up at every single thing. That makes me so happy. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and somebody just said, my whole thing has always been, I'm working and I'm doing the things that I'm doing now because I want to be able to have, I want to be the best grandma. Like that's my whole retirement goal, which kind of sounds, I guess, weird, but like, I think I'm going to be a really good grandma, you know, I do too. like I, I think that's where I, that's what I was built for. Like that's where you're going to thrive. Yeah. Like grandma status. I'm going to be legit. Like yeah. legit grandma status. And I don't know why. Maybe I was just born a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. But I really like, do. You know, like they're an old soul. Like I just was born at like 66. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's always with the cardigan, always just like snacks in my purse. Like, yeah, yeah. hundred so percent. I am. I, I don't know what I'm going to be called, but like, that's going to be what I am. Like, I want to be that grandma that's just like. Let's go and get some froyo, guys. I, like I also think again, that is shaped by past experiences, perhaps that may have been missed in your life and your children's life. It's something you want to be able to provide for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, because I, I, I want, I want to be. I just want to be a good. Like that's the whole thing, right? And obviously you need to be a great mom first, like you, but I think the pressure that we put on ourselves is different. That's why the Golden G- Girls are my heroes. Yeah, probably. She had posters on her wall. I do. I love that. I mean, I named a kid after one. So yeah, clearly. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, no, anyway, we, boy, we just, we just yammered on today. Didn't even we get did. to the, didn't even get to one of the topics I wanted to talk about. I know. Would well, you want to do it next time? Yeah, we can. Will um, it be relevant? Uh, sh- probably. I, when is Britney Spears not relevant? I knew. I swear. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something about Britney Spears. <laughs> Don't ask me how. I just had a feeling. I was like, is it going to be some riveting breaking news information about the plant? Nope. No. No. Britney and Sam broke yeah, up. It was, it was <laughs> just little, little Britney news. Little Britney news. I knew news. it. I because I, I just can't put I just can't put my finger on it. I don't know, but we'll talk about it later. That's a whole what is it? Wormhole? Oh yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah, can of worms. Yeah, can of rabbit worms. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it next time. All right, guys. Well, as always, it's wonderful to be hanging out and spending time with you. If you want to be able to watch the podcast live, you can do so by joining either of our supporter pages. Um, Otherwise, you can always get a fresh podcast the following week. Um, Join us next time for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. Who have no have no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. We'll see you next time, guys. Love you. All right.
Bye. Ending here. Ending here.